On this episode of the AC Sports Report, we have Coach Danny Breda from the Varsity Boys Rugby Program at Loyola High School, who's also the new coach for Trine University's fledgling rugby program. If you've been looking for someone that talks about youth sports in the DMV, from basketball to football, volleyball, soccer, lacrosse, baseball, and softball, you've found it. We are the authority. We are the authority. This is the AC Sports Report. There's a thriving community of youth sports in the DMV, and we cover it all. From interviews to game reports to player scouting, public and private schools, and we even cover the college recruiting process. This is the AC Sports Report, and here's your host, John Miller. Coach Breda, thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to uh, talk about rugby. This, this is exciting. So I, I'm a, a fan of rugby, but i, I got to say I don't know a whole lot about it. So I might ask you a bunch of questions to explain some stuff. But before we go there, how did you get into rugby? Did you play in high school? Uh, yeah, so I played for a, a team called the West Carroll Marauders out of like Union Bridge, um, Union Bridge, Maryland, up in Carroll County. I grew up in Westminster, Maryland. And uh, my older brother started playing. Um, one of our rugby coaches, Brad Rockwood, showed up to a Westminster High School like freshman football practice and, you know, um, said, hey, you should play rugby in the spring. He did. And then I was obsessed, you know, straight from there. Nice, nice. So Westminster, I guess, didn't have uh, high school rugby where you were. So you played. It was a club situation where you had to find it outside of school. Yeah, correct. Most um, public high schools in the United States don't have rugby, but it's... Um, yeah, so it's a club sport, um, um, but the, a lot of private schools, especially private Jesuit uh, high schools, do have teams. So yeah. That's awesome. And then you went on to play in college. Did I hear correctly? Arkansas State? Yep, yeah. Arkansas State Red Wolves in uh, Jonesboro, Arkansas. And um, yeah, and I received you know kind of a, a rugby scholarship. Everyone got in-state tuition that played rugby, so international students. And um, so that was a really cool experience um, to kind of play you know high-level rugby sort of at the very beginning where, of when teams were – becoming varsity and getting funded in one way or another by their universities and had teammates from all over the world, all over the, all over the country, you know, who are still really good friends, you know, to this day. Red Wolves, that's, that sounds like a pretty good rugby name. They're a pretty pretty rugged sounding name. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. And it's, it's a kind of a rugged town in Jonesboro. Our, our field was in between two uh, railroad tracks that were very active. So it was like a, a little bit of a home field advantage. And, um, pretty much a really far place to travel. We didn't have a lot of teams, you know, quality teams really around us. Um, you know, we would travel to Grand Rapids, Michigan or Atlanta, Georgia. So teams had to come a long way to find us. So it was, it was fun. So you're used to traveling. You're traveling now and you were traveling then. So this is this is not new for you. Yeah, no, I, I definitely don't uh, don't hate being on the road. And but yeah. So after college, you went on to do some coaching. You were involved in some major league rugby. Can you tell us a little bit about what happened after college? Yeah, so I am also one of my high school coaches, Jay Miles, um, has been a longtime coach at Mount St. Mary's. Um, and so in 2016, they won the National Small College Rugby Association. And that was my, uh, in the spring of 2016, that was my uh, senior year at, at Arkansas State when I graduated. So I immediately went to help him. And then that, you know, that next year, 2017, in the fall, they went to um, – D1 AA, and then we're also, you know, becoming more and more funded by the university. And then at the time, he wasn't the full-time coach. He had another career. Now he is a full, full-time, you know, employee of the university and has a staff. And, um, yeah, so I was there until um, till around 2020, kind of on and off. You know, it took a, a season here or there to, to take some other coaching opportunities. But 
found my way back. Um, and then, yeah, around 2018, I, I started playing again for a club called Rocky Gorge, um, which is a, um, a men's rugby club, kind of in the Columbia area, but a lot of Baltimore guys, stuff like that. So I played with them, and they played in the uh, Mid-Atlantic Rugby Football Union, which is, um, you know, the Division One men's, um, you know, kind of league. And, yeah, there's teams in Pittsburgh, Philly, a um, couple teams in Maryland, D.C., and Norfolk, Virginia. And then around that same time is when uh, Major League Rugby got started in around 2018. And then in 2019, um, Washington, D.C. Um, started a team called uh, Old Glory D.C. And then I um, definitely tried out for that team. I also played for a team called um, the Capital Selects, which was like the, the all-star team, essentially, a select side of uh, that Mid-Atlantic Rugby Union. So I was always on, on that team. And then um, actually played in one of the first scrimmages where the, you know, the Old Glory exhibition side, you know, during their exhibition season in 2019, um, played against you know, played in one of those first scrimmages and, and toured um, Mexico City with uh, the Capital Selects um, and played against the Mexican national team in 2019 and all that good stuff. Yeah. Who'd have thought there was rugby in Mexico? Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't have thought that either. But yeah, no, there is there is a, a little community of of, um, of guys, you know, that that there's a few clubs around Mexico. Um, a little, a kind of a fun fact, too, is there's, um, I don't know if they're still around. I don't know if, if they got through COVID, but there is a satellite campus of Arkansas State in Mexico some, somewhere, and they did have a rugby team at one point. I, I hope they still do, but that's kind of a cool thing too. So, yeah, no, rugby in Mexico is not huge, but it was definitely a thing. We actually lost the game. We lost by two. It was a it was a tough game. So, yeah. Was that a conversion? No. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess technically, but um, it was just a back and forth, like really tight battle. Right. It, was, uh, it, was, it was really fun. It was a so, really fun So we'll experience. get in. I had to ask you about how the points were calculated. We'll yeah. get, in, get into that in a minute. Sure. But let's, let's come up to date. So right now you're coaching at Loyola, and it's your second year, Loyola-Blakefield. Yep, yeah. Up in Towson. Mm -hmm. Your second year um, coaching rugby there. You're playing – it's full teams of 15, right? We're not playing sevens. It's 15-on-15 15 15 in high school rugby, right? Correct, yeah. So so the MRIAA sponsors rugby as a varsity sport, and they have for um, at least 10 years, probably more than that. Um, and, yeah, we, we, we play 15. So 15-on-15, 15 15, two 35-minute halves in, in, in um, under-19 rugby. Um, yeah, and the teams we play against are Cat Calvert Hall, um, Mount St. Joe, um, Spalding, and – yeah, that's it. That there's just just four teams. Sounds, yeah. sounds good. Nice, nice competition. No, it's when's, you, when's your first game? So we play a scrimmage against a, a team from Pennsylvania called Cumberland Valley, um, and then we play our first. That's this Sunday, and then we play our first MIAA game on the twenty second, uh, March twenty second, against Mount Saint Joe, I believe. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Well, good luck. If uh, hopefully I can uh, see some of these games. I yeah. live in the area, so absolutely. I would look forward to coming out and seeing some of those games. What about college? Are you coaching at college too? Yeah, so just recently I um, accepted a position at Trine University, which is in Angola, Indiana. Um, they are a um, they're starting rugby as a varsity sport at you know at their school. Um, the school has thirty seven varsity sports, um, and rugby is the thirty seventh one. And then you know full, fully funded by the athletic department, which is a um, which is a you know not not a super common thing, uh, but it's becoming more common every day now. And um, yeah, so re really excited to get that started. I've never had a team before, so kind of, um, you know, just bu building it from the ground up. Yeah, Exciting. Thanks for taking the time to, to talk to me today. Yeah. Can we talk a little bit about rugby? Because I don't, I don't know a lot. We were talking a little bit before the show, and you were giving me some, some pearls of wisdom. So I'm going to ask you some dumb questions. They're not touchdowns. 
No, they're called tries. Yeah. And how do you how do you accomplish a try? What do you have to do? Yeah, so you just have to get the ball over the line, um, but then you're not done yet. So the ball has to be touched down with, with downward pressure, right? So you can dive over the line and tap it down. Um, you know, you, someone could kick it over the line. You just have to go touch it on the ground. Um, yeah, and then so you can't throw it. You have to be. Do you have to be in contact with it when it hits the ground, or you use? I mean, if it's if it's on the ground, you can touch it, but yeah, you can't like toss it in. It has to be in your possession, Got or it. you put downward pressure on it. Yeah, and then after a try, mm-hmm. you then get an opportunity for a conversion. Yep. Yeah. So wherever you put the ball down in the try zone, um, you you take the conversion. You know, you kick it off a tee. Um, through through the posts uh, from that angle. So if you scored in the corner, then that's a really tough kick. So the, the, you, know, you really try. I mean, oh, you're always trying to score a try, but you want to try to get in the middle um, whenever you can. Yeah, gives you a better opportunity for or a higher percentage of opportunity to get a conversion when it's in the middle. So that when you kick through, are there other opportunities to score? Yeah. So um, if you're awarded a penalty for for whatever reason, you can. Um, really, wherever you're at on the field, usually on your side of the fifth, you know, whenever you're in range, you can take um, a penalty kick. You can put it on a tee and kick it. And then also, too, you uh, whenever you're running around the field, um, you can kick a drop kick as well. So the ball has to kind of bounce off the ground at first, and then you can kick, you know, kick it through through your foot. Um, you can actually do that in in um, American football as well. It's been done a few times, you know, on conversions, but that is a a thing as well. Yeah. Interesting. Do you train for that? Yeah. So there's, there's definitely guys who you know. You, know, you don't bring a kicker on, but there's guys that are in charge of kicking and then drop kicks too. That's how the game uh, starts. So at, so at the beginning of the half or the beginning of the game um, or after someone scores, you, that's how the kick kickoffs work. You don't kick it from a tee. You kick it from a drop kick and it has to go 10 meters and then it's fair game. So you mentioned if there was a penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen some rugby and it doesn't look like there's a whole lot of penalties going on. It's pretty pretty rough <laughs> yeah no you'd what, be, what, what could what's a common penalty i mean is it holding um blocking in the back i'm obviously i'm talking like a football fan yeah so i, I would say you know the in the tackle area so when someone gets tackled the game doesn't stop right i think that that's probably the most unique thing about about rugby and it's probably one of the things that kind of separates it um from football so when that happens um that's called a ruck so when someone's tackled um what you know you want some of your teammates to come and then kind of protect the ball and then um, the guy that tackles you he has to he has to release you and let you place the ball back to your team but then his teammates as well can come over and push your guys out of the way and kind of turn the ball over that way but there's tons of little penalties in there you know like you have to stay on your feet you can't come in from the side you know on those rucks um, and then and then also too if you know, let's say you're in open field, and that guy tackles you. If he gets to his feet and then gives you a second to place the ball, he can take the ball from you, and then you have to release it from him. So you, you can't, you know, when you're tackled, you can't hold on to the ball for very long as well. So to answer your question, that that's where a lot of the penalties happen, you know, statistically. So your teammates got to get there fast. Definitely, yeah. You, you really don't want to run alone. Um, so, um, yeah, you guys have to be be there quick and, you know, secure the ball and, and retain that possession. That's that's really the, the nuts and bolts of rugby is is, is um, retaining retaining the ball. So speed or strength, what do you think is more important in the prototypical rugby player? Yeah, you definitely need both, right? I mean, you, um, you know, there's a, a spot for all shapes and sizes, um, which is, you know, a unique thing as well. Um, but, yeah, so you definitely need fast guys and you, nef- you definitely need uh, big, strong guys. But both of those – different types of guys need um guys or girls need to um need to be fast and strong right so so because you're always going to be in contact everyone gets to run the ball everyone has to tackle so you need to be able to hold your own you know no matter what so there is no prototypical size you need speed you need strength obviously 
being smart, knowing the game is important. I watch rugby, and every once in a while, there's two things that um, are really interesting to me. One is when the ball gets inbounded, usually there's like a line of guys, and someone always gets picked up. What's, what's that all about? Yeah, so that's called a line out. And then um, so that whenever the ball goes out of bounds, right? So kind of um, similar to basketball, I guess, when the ball goes out, you want to keep the ball inbounds because if you run the ball out of bounds or you kick it out in, in some situations, you'll lose the ball. And then the, to restart the game, to get the ball back in bounds, you do that thing. You know, it's called a line out. So, so um, certain positions, you know, stand next to each other and they create a tunnel. And then one, one guy um, throws the ball in. So that the guy that throws the ball in, that was my position. That's called a hooker. Um, and that, that, hold, hold on, hold on. Yeah. You were the hooker. I was, yeah. Okay, we're going to leave know, that alone, but keep going. One. Yeah, <laughs> I think we can explain that's part of the scrum, why that's called that. But um, So anyway, yeah, that the, the hooker throws the ball in, he, uh, usually throws it over, like, overhead. Um, and then um, the um, guys are lifted in the air, and then you can kind of contest for the ball in the air and the you know the the thrower has to throw the ball rel- relatively straight it has to be down you know down the tunnel it has to be inside the tunnel you can throw it a little bit to your your guy's side but it needs to be you know um at least on his, his inside shoulder um and then they bring the ball down you, know, you can't really contest like once the guy catches it you can't grab him in the air um you know they bring bring the ball down and then there's a bunch of things you can do after that there's something called a mall where everyone can kind of start pushing from behind and you can you can push that mall all the way down the field if you want that's really the only time where guys can be in front of you and the ball is behind everyone and you can kind of almost block um but then you can also throw the ball off the top even when you're in the air to another guy and then he passes it and then we're all playing so so the other thing that's fun to watch is when you see the guy running down and he passes it to the guy to his left and then yeah. the other guy to his left and the other guy to the left. Is is that a called something or is that just a standard play with rugby? Yeah, so I mean like that's that's just an open field play, right? And that's kind of, you know, we definitely have set plays sort of, but but most of the time it's just, you know, being connected to the guy to your right and left, running running off the ball, you know, being being in good support lines and stuff like that. Um, and staying behind the ball, right? That, that's probably the biggest thing that that separates rugby from football is you can't can't pass the ball forward. Um, you can kick it forward, but then whoever um, to regain it, you have to be behind the guy that kicked it, or someone else that was behind has to run past you before you can you you can touch the ball. Um, but yeah, so you're uh, you know you know you're essentially just fi- finding space, um, working backwards to go forwards. So where do you find rugby players? I mean, this is I'm I'm learning so much. I watched some, but if you don't play it or pay attention. You, you wouldn't have the knowledge to play. Where do, you, where do you find guys? Do you recruit people? I mean, Loyola has a middle school, I think. Yeah. I imagine you're you're keeping your eyes out for that. But And, and college, too. How did people find you? For sure, yeah. So, I mean, um, kind of talking on the middle school thing for, for, for a little bit, middle school rugby is becoming really popular um, in Maryland. And, and in, um, in Indiana, for instance, there's like 30-some middle school programs. But um, I started playing uh, youth, tag, youth tag rugby. So West Carroll ha- has a, a tag team. Um, the Timonium Vipers ha- have a tag team, and then um, the Freedom Rec Council has a tag team as well. And then I'm I'm, I'm leaving out a couple a bunch of other um, that I can't think of right now. But there's all over Maryland. There's a youth tag leagues, and that's in the summer. And so that's that's sevens, and you put and it's tag rugby. So that that's the best way to get involved to to get started with the game. Um, but you know, to answer your question, you know, when it, who makes the best rugby players? At Loyola Blakefield, we have a lot of football players. Um, you know, Aiden Parsons, who made you know kind of that winning tackle in the in the Turkey Bowl. He's my inside center. Um, we have a bunch of other. You know, half of the offensive line plays rugby. You know, at Loyola Blakefield, um, we also have you know some great um, some great wrestlers that play. We have a few hockey players. We have some soccer players. Um, so just kind of like your question before, you know, all shapes and sizes. Um, and then too, what's kind of funny, you'll see this a lot with 
you'll get a lot of guys that maybe didn't play a lot of sports and they're kind of looking for something different. You know, you'll get those guys too. You know, guys that are like, think, think it's cool and just want to go out. They think it might be kind of rough and tumble and maybe they've never played before. And there's a big guy and, um, and usually someone, a buddy of theirs is obsessed with rugby and they're like, you got to come out and play, you know, so that, that's the best way to recruit. Um, and then college wise, you know, at, at trying kind of, um, where I'm recruiting very heavily is in, in the state of Indiana, actually. Um, Indiana of high school rugby is really prominent. There's there's a, a lot of teams. Um, there's a lot of club teams, not too many schools, but there is definitely some some schools like Loyola Blakefield there. Um, and then in the mid Midwest as well. Uh, but then hotbeds of high school rugby around the country, you know, are again, Indiana, Southern California is really big. Um, the Carolinas uh, as well, um, parts of Texas, um, you know, play places like that. And then also this area, the Northeast, um, you know, um, the mid-Atlantic area too is, 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 has always been very good. Um, yeah. And then, um, you know, and then getting kids kind of from Loyola Blakefield, the biggest thing is word of mouth. You know, that was my biggest thing this year. It was last year we had a very, a, a very small JV team. And I think JV sports in general really struggled kind of getting kids from COVID and stuff like that. And it was a tough season anyway. But, um, this year I remember talking to a lot of the, um, our older players and, and a few weeks ago, I was like, Hey, who, or it was like right right before our season started when we were doing workouts. I was like, "Hey, raise your hand if you talk to an underclassman today. You know, talk to him about rugby." And then um, now I'm almost kicked. You know, almost shot myself in the foot because now I have like almost too many kids and not enough coaches to deal with all of them. But it's, but it's great. You know, it's what we love to see. And and the cool thing, you know, with rugby, and I'm rambling a bit here, but it's once you've played a game, usually you're you're pretty hooked. And then wherever you go in the world for the rest of your life, you, you can kind of have that little fraternity, that that brotherhood. Um, you know, they say like your, your rugby boots are like an international passport. Yeah, you can kind of go anywhere and find, if you need, 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 need to find a community that you've got it there. You know, there'll, there'll be something for you for sure. Very cool. So I'd like to end with any advice. So let's, let's say that someone from seventh or eighth grade, some middle school or either at Loyola or somewhere else is, is listening and they hadn't considered rugby, but now they're like, this is, this is cool. I, I like this. Would you have any advice for that kid? How, how could they get ready to play rugby? Yeah, I, I would say just try to watch rugby, right? It's all over YouTube. Um, also, if you have like Peacock, it's on um, Peacock right now, especially like the app. Um, and then, um, you know, there, there is Major League Rugby as well. Washington, D.C. has a team, Old Glory, D.C. Um, their season's going on right now. They play in Leesburg, Virginia. Um, but there's something called the Rugby Network, and it's a free app. Uh, you know, it's an app and a website. They stream all of the all of the Major League Rugby games. Um, you know, which is in its fifth fifth season right now. They stream all those games for free. There's also some other little like fun, you know, kind of um, like uh, shows where they break down the season and stuff like that. And uh, and they also show some some other international. They actually show like the professional league in Japan on the Rugby Network as well. Um, and then, you know, if, if you watched, you know, Tokyo 2020, uh, sevens rugby's in the Olympics. So it's, um, yeah. And then, and then, you know, besides watching, you know, Google it, find, find a local team, you know, find those, those touch teams, you know, in the, it's, it's called the Potomac rugby youth tag league, I believe some kind of acronym like that, but yeah, like the, the Timonium Vipers, West Carroll Marauders, um, you know, freedom, freedom rugby, that that's the best way to get hooked and get, get started and learn the game. And then, you know, find another club, you know, and then there's also, you know, men's clubs. And when you're when, when you're older, you know, there's always there's always a place to play. So why, why are you looking at me when you say that, coach? No, just just <laughs> anyone. <laughs> so, Coach Danny Brady, thank you so much for being here. If we wanted to follow you or Loyola or Trine, how can we do that? 
Yeah, so Loyal Blakefield Rugby um, has has a Twitter and an Instagram. Um, Trine, Trine Rugby has Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So it's Trine M Rugby. And then um, you, you can find me just at Dan, Danny Breda on anything. Yeah. Coach Breda, thank you. Thank you so, so much for having me. You've been listening to the AC Sports Report. As you know, there's a massive scene of youth sports in the DMV, and it's our passion to cover it all. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at www.alstoncarlisle.com. Till next time, this has been the AC Sports Report.